This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, July 19th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Crowfoot on expediting water projects. Sustainable Ag Coalition offers alternative on crop insurance. Crowfoot. State is expecting sites reservoir permits. California Natural Resources Secretary Wade Crowfoot says the site's reservoir project is on a pretty good pathway for advancing through the environmental permitting process. Speaking at the Agriculture Food and Ag Issues Summit in Sacramento last week, Crowfoot explained that the Department of Fish and Wildlife and his agency has been elevating potential impacts to species and adherence to the California Environmental Quality Act. The next big step is for the project authority to address any complaints from water right holders at the state water board, a typically slow process. Department of Water Resources is working with the site's team to expedite that process, enabling the board to more quickly provide a water right to the project. Crowfoot has been holding deep dive meetings to help all seven Prop 1 projects keep to the timeline and limit risks. On groundwater recharge projects, Crowfoot said that some projects, but I'll argue not enough, will be up and running if the state has a wet winter this year. He told AgriPulse there are far more opportunities to capture groundwater than currently realized. DWR is getting resources to irrigation districts for infrastructure needs and to identify the best soils for percolating into aquifers. It is also working with the Water Board to streamline the process for educating water right issues for downstream users. The big moonshot, he added, should be increasing underground water storage by an exponential factor in the coming years. On voluntary agreements, the administration is moving forward with habitat restoration projects in the Bay Delta, despite the environmental community being, quote, pretty dubious about this approach, according to Crowfoot. His agency is working to cut the red tape on permitting for a list of priority habitats and to implement new state funding for projects. He expects to convert a term sheet released in March into an agreement within coming weeks. The Water Board will then analyze the agreement for scientific adequacy. DA proposes to extend compliance dates for ag water testing. The Food and Drug Administration plans to extend the compliance deadline for pre-harvest water testing requirements for produce other than sprouts. The agency's proposal also extends the comment period on proposed changes to those requirements. In December, FDA said it was proposing that produce growers use a system approach to testing the water used to grow their crops. It also dropped a microbial testing requirement that was a key part of a 2015 proposal to implement the ag water testing requirements in the Food Safety Modernization Act. In its latest proposal made public yesterday, FDA said it was extending the comment period until September 19th on the new deadlines. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Senator calls for ITC to reconsider duties on phosphate fertilizer. Senator Roger Marshall, the Kansas Republican, lauded an International Trade Commission ruling yesterday that ended the threat of duties on imports of urea ammonium nitrate fertilizer from Russia, Trinidad, and Tobago. He's also calling for a reversal on the duties that the ITC and the Commerce Department put on phosphate fertilizer imports from Morocco. 
the Biden administration needs to take a look at phosphate-based fertilizers from Morocco. Now, Marshall said in a tweet, duties on some of our most reliable trading partners is the last thing we need amid record inflation. The ITC ruled that Moroccan and Russian phosphate fertilizer imports damaged U.S. producers, but Morocco's OCP is appealing that decision before the Court of International Trade. Farmers, academics to discuss regenerative ag at congressional hearing. House Committee on Oversight and Reforms Environment Subcommittee will hear from farmers today about how to better incentivize regenerative agriculture practices. The hearing, called by Representative Roque Hanna of California, will examine current conservation programs. It will also examine how corporate agribusinesses' market power affects farmers' choices when it comes to adopting regenerative agriculture practices, that according to a release. The panel includes Minnesota dairy farmer Bonnie Hogan, a Missouri grain and cattle producer Doug Doherty, Association of American Indian Farmers President Kara Boyd, University of Maine Sustainable Agriculture Professor Rachel Schottman, and Kentucky Department of Agriculture Policy Director Brian Lacefield. Darty and Hagen, who are involved with the Campaign for Family Farms and the Environment, are expected to address pollution from concentrated animal feeding operations. NSAC offers alternatives for crop insurance cuts. A leading advocacy group for smaller-scale agriculture is offering some ideas for restricting crop insurance subsidies. A study for the National Sustainable Agriculture Coalition shows a wide range of program savings from either capping or means-testing premium subsidies. Capping premium subsidies at $50,000 per farmer would save $16.6 billion over 10 years and affect 3.5% of farms. Under another scenario, reduced, uh, reducing subsidies by 15% to farmers with adjusted gross incomes over $500,000 would save $1.5 billion over 10 years and affect 3.4% of farms. Reducing subsidies by 50% for farmers with AGI of more than $500,000 would save $5 billion over 10 years. The study suggests the savings from capping or means-testing premium subsidies be rolled into other Farm Bill programs. Now keep in mind, proposals to cap premium subsidies have gotten strong support in the Senate floor before, but they've never made it into a final Farm Bill. Critics argue premium subsidy cuts would undermine the program and ultimately harm other farmers. AgriPulse adds Hunnicky as Newsmaker's Producer. AgriPulse Communications, the leader in farm policy coverage in Washington and across the country, proud to announce the addition of Andrew Hunnicky as the newest member of its growing team. Hunnicky will be the producer of AgriPulse Newsmakers, a weekly news program designed to take its audience to the heart of ag policy with members of Congress, administration officials, and industry leaders. You can read more at AgriPulse.com. Finally, here's today's He Said It. We feel that frustration, and frankly, the governor feels that frustration. That's Secretary Wade Crowfoot referring to grievance offered and shared in the Central Valley over the long process for approving $2.7 billion for water storage projects that voters greenlit with Prop 1 back in 2014. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, July 19th. 
For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.